Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. (laughs) Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are bad. (laughs) Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix. That's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Kate. You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, I, somebody said that. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Have you ever smoked? I have. Okay. And I, and I inhale. I didn't, I did inhale. inhale. (laughs) Not overlook progress. Just quickly put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. If you listen to uh, Hormala speak and you feel like you're a little more dense than you used to be because you can't find the answer in the answer, don't worry, we all feel that way. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Thanks again to uh, Drew Allen for coming on. DrewThomasAllen.com. You can check him out. He's a new kind of a younger conservative voice. And he was talking about how the LGBT, they wanted to fly their flags at all the national parks. You know, everyone's visiting those that, over the summertime. And, uh, and in order to do that, they basically had to uh, invent some history. So I'm not kidding when I say that their slogan, they actually have a slogan, uh, to get this to happen was was this. It was discover stories that tell the contributions of the LGBT community to the nation's history and parks across the country. Um, Are you kidding? What contribution? What contributions? 
they did they do a trail? <laughs> what? What contribution? They painted rainbow rock. I have no idea. So they basically invented a history so they could get their flag flown along with the Black Lives Matters flag. And the the moral to this story is the American flag, you know, the one that represents liberty for all. Um, that pretty much is it. That's all we need in America. That tells the story. You don't need to tell the, the story of your sexual preference. That's not that's not what makes us an American. That just means you can have sex with somebody. You have your choosing. It doesn't mean that you that doesn't describe anything other than that. But here we are. We have a flag that denotes who you sleep with in your bedroom. Okay. Well, there you go. That's where we're at in America. So they're flying at the embassies. They're flying all month. It's going to be a long month. They're flying uh, everywhere. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we had gay pride year. That's what it's turning into. So there you go. I kind of like the idea of a gay pride decade. Yeah, I think it pretty much is the decade of gay pride. So you better you better fly the flag. You better get on board. You better celebrate. You better join a parade. You better sing from the rooftops or you're a little hater. <laughs> so message received. Gay pride. Thank you. Um, the, the group of love apparently isn't so loving. It's their way or the highway. And they're going to fly their flags at your national parks to let you know as you're touring a national park, how important they are. They're not desperate for attention. No, not them. So anyway, there's that. So I wanted to talk about that. And I also wanted to play the rest of this very scary clip for you. You ready to listen to this? This is Dr. Charles Morgan. He was giving a lecture at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. And I want to play this for you because I want you to hear exactly what he's saying. Listen very carefully to every single word he says. He's going to use the word human drone. He's going to use the word we can inject something into your body and remote control how you feel, your behavior, your memories, what you think. Okay. This was in uh, November. He was giving this lecture, Dr. Charles Morgan. And so I just wanted to share this with you. It's really horrifying. Here we go. It's two minutes long. Listen up. This was actually having one animal learn something and seeing and recording that activity and put it into the sensory cortex of the second animal and that animal acquires the knowledge. Uh, from the human drone technology standpoint, you can attach the human brain to another human brain, you can direct motor activity, or you can send communication and information. Um, Dr. Ventner's work is, my my view, the equivalent of the development of nuclear weapons when you realize uh, that he created life in a cell. He programmed yeast cells to produce anything he wanted. These can be inserted into you through the hypospray uh, needles. You put in a specific gene slicing, you program what you like, you put it in the cell, and it can reproduce and make as much as you like. It sends a signal and tells which portion of the DNA should unwrap, unfold, and produce a product. Related to this is an idea called dreads. These are designer receptors that can be remotely controlled. You can create a cell, you can put it somewhere in the body, and you can remotely activate it. So you have the capacity to create any product, as long as you know the DNA sequence, you can insert it into a living system, and you can remotely control it. It may affect the way you think, the way you act, 
So once you know that the technology is there to edit, splice, and program a cell, and the technology currently exists to administer it to somebody and have it go park anywhere you program it to go park, proliferate, and do its function, you can have things activated in other people's brains. As people have figured out how to hide imagery in the DNA of bacteria, you can have the information uh, reproduced in a string form as a form of a protein. The new way to uh, hide information is going to be in DNA. This is the first experiment showing what imagery you can hide in bacteria. This is the latest. It's a GIF file. Well, this is what the Chinese are doing with DNA. Merging DNA systems with quantum uh, uh, computing will be really quite an amazing and both lethal threat. The next thing I wanted to mention to you is memory. Can we erase memory? Can we modify memory? Can we change memory? The short answer is yes. Well, I'm not scared. No, it's great. Not at all. I mean, changing behavior, memories, dicing and splicing of DNA, coding, sending codes through shots into bodies. Because <clears throat> we're not dealing with any of that right now. So it makes me feel warm and warm and fuzzy that they can do this. That he was actually really excited about this. We can change memories, we can mm. affect the way a person thinks. And you don't have to be responsible for it. Nope. Nope. Feels really good. I'm excited. I think technology is groovy, and I wish they'd just even do more of it. I want to see where they can go. Groovy? Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. It's groovy. I, I love it. I mean, what's not to love about changing who we are at our core and then just kind of seeing what happens like a voyeur, like an excited voyeur? I think it's great. It is. You just plug us in and watch us go. And... Uh, I think it sounds like a blast. I, I think it's been happening for about 40 yeah. years. He mentioned the word human drone. He mentioned the word that they have all of this technology to do all of these things and that they can remote control you from another place. Now, what did I read? Oh, that's right. In that military DARPA thing called Adapter. Remember, uh -huh. they had already constructed this three years ago. So this is the same U.S. military, you know, U.S. military talking about the, the, that was the funding. And now uh, now it's talking about the fact that you uh, can be remotely controlled. So adapter program was this, too. It was, hey, you can control your diarrhea. You can control if you ate bad food. You can control your hunger. Because if you're, if you're somewhere out in the remote something and you can't eat something and you're a soldier, don't worry about it. You can, there's something in your cells that reacts and you can control it. And if you can't, we can, from a secure location, get right inside your body and turn something off for you. And this guy's talking about the same exact thing. So Dr. Lee Merritt took notes, sent that to me, and said, boy, isn't this great? Sarcastically. Um... And so they're all shoring up the very, very, very same thing and doing the same thing. And that is messing with us inherently at our core. And people wonder why we are very suspicious about the um, marketing, advertising, constant pleading to get this shot all the way down to a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, th that to me is very scary. Um, because when they start talking about, see, I, I was, I was going through and we were talking about the spiritual angle of this. And I was mm -hmm. saying, you know, there's something in my gut that says this would really numb us. Like there's something, there's a component here because they're very, very 
afraid of us putting God above government and and having religious people, not religious fanatics. And that's usually what context we're talked about in, you know, like people around the world. But I'm just talking the religious. They don't like it. And it's a very anti-God movement um, to shove all this down our throats as well. The people at the helm of it, I should say, are very anti-God and uh, very into control. So if they can control a human being by putting something in their body and all of a sudden that becomes part of them and then they can control behavior, memories, you can put in memories that weren't there. Yeah. You guys, this is, this is scary stuff. I don't normally say that on the show. This is very scary. Because once you're changed, you're, you're, you're changed. You can't, how do you ever get back to who you were? I, um, and I'm not, I'm not throwing this out there on the theory. They're already admitting it. So they're admitting to all this. They're saying, we already do all this. We can do it. We're so proud of ourselves. We're going to pat ourselves on the back for all of our accomplishments. It's really scary. Hi, hi caller. You've got about a minute. Go for it. Awesome. Hey, good to hear you, Uncle Milty. Um, just really quick, uh-huh. uh, seriously, you're you're so correct that this is anti-God. It's it, let's just manipulate. Hello. But now oh, you don't. Go ahead. Sorry about that. For some reason, you cut out. Go right ahead. Oh, oh, you can hear me? Yes. Go right ahead. Okay. Sorry. Um, just wanted to say how right you are that this is anti-God because you know. Basically, let's just manipulate you and do whatever we want with you because you have no agency. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So let's, let's take away your agency and we'll control you and you don't have to worry about it. And, and scarily enough, if that's the word, uh-huh. um, if no one, if the people listening have not seen The Matrix, <laughs> now would be a good time to right. do that because that's where we're going. And um, earlier you had a gentleman on talking about why it was that the flood had to happen. Mm-hmm. I think this is your answer. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I think we're very close. You're so right. Um, You're so right. Whoops, cut out again. All right, thank you oh. for that. Thank. Oops, did she just come back on? Yeah. Um, we were having some uh, technical problems, and I don't know why. Anyway, call back if you want. Uh, of course, 888 888- Six seven three fourteen fifty. We'll be right back. Scary stuff, you guys, because they're admitting it. This isn't me just going. I wonder if you know, going out way out on the limb. No, I'm just. It's their words, their technology. Be right back. Because oh, there we are. I am not sure what's going on. It seems like the show has been kind of cutting out. It does that from time to time. So, um, you know, technology. What can we say? We actually want to talk about this a little bit more because uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of wondering what you're. What are you doing over there? <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering like what, why in the world this keeps happening. But um, uh, let me see. I'm just actually texting my tech guy. Um, keeps going out. So. Listen, um, I want to play. I want to play some video for you, actually, because I want to talk about technology. Now, let me just play the last part of what that guy said. Charles Morgan said again, because it is kind of mind-boggling when you think about it. When he gave this talk to uh, in November to the um, uh, West Point, and so he was really proud of the technology. Let me play this one minute for you uh, again. Here we go. Related to this is an idea called dreads. These are designer receptors 
that can be remotely controlled. You can create a cell, you can put it somewhere in the body, and you can remotely activate it. So you have the capacity to create any product, as long as you know the DNA sequence, you can insert it into a living system, and you can remotely control it. It may affect the way you think, the way you act. So once you know that the technology is there to edit, splice, and program a cell, and the technology currently exists to administer it to somebody and have it go park anywhere you program it to go park, proliferate, and do its function, you can have things activated in other people's brains. These people have figured out how to hide imagery in the DNA of bacteria. You can have the information uh, reproduced in a string form as a form of a protein. The new way to uh, hide information is going to be in DNA. This is the first experiment showing what imagery you can hide in bacteria. This is the latest. It's a GIF file. Well, this is what the Chinese are doing with DNA. Merging DNA systems with quantum uh, uh, computing will be really quite an amazing and both lethal threat. The next so they're basically weaponizing, they can weaponize people yeah. with DNA strings of intelligence and data injected into their bodies. By a vaccine. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine why they want everyone to take something and why they're just begging everybody because everybody knows they're not sick. Begging healthy people to take a vaccine. And they've been fine for a year and a half. But they can actually manipulate people into doing it. Huh. I wonder why they want to do that. You know, it got me off thinking about technology and where we're headed because of the data hacking. See, the colonial CEO said, oh, we don't we didn't have a ransomware package in place. Yeah, bull. I, I have to call bull on that one. Anyone that has a computer system in their office has some sort of understanding of data hacking. And then, of course, the big article today was all about all the data hacking is coming. Okay, so we told we said this about six months ago. We said, oh, my gosh, they're having a conference on this in, in about a month. And, of course, we're going to see way more articles. And this is what the new headline says from Yahoo. Tough fight looms against ransomware epidemic. I don't believe this story for a hot minute that that the pipeline hacking is what caused the hullabaloo, because I don't think so. I actually, well, it's more manufactured. If it did happen, it's extremely manufactured because they want to go in this direction. Well, well, ransom, ransoming computers has been around for over 20 years. Yeah. There's no there's way there. that you're going to run pipelines and do things off computers and then not have this in place. So he's lying, number one. And uh, they're trying to make this seem like this big deal that uh, that that no one's prepared for. Well, don't believe that for a moment. I don't think it's true at all. So here's the deal. I was thinking about technology and I was thinking about the fact that is it really good for us? Now, the first thought people might have is, well, of course, it's good for us. Of course. And I'm looking at this Dr. Charles Morgan give that speech, yeah, uh -huh. right? That sounds good. Oh, it sounds great. You know, they can really mess with us humans. And boy, they're so excited to do it. And and then, of course, we have all the hacking now that we have computers, you know. And I, I remembered a video I saw, and it was about a 100-year-old, 107-year-old farmer. And he was being 107 years old. You can hardly make out what he says. So I might have to interpret a little bit here. But he was a farmer in Ireland, and he was born in 1858, and they interviewed him in 1965. Can you imagine seeing everything? And, uh, and he was being interviewed, um, and he said that uh, his name was Michael Fitz 
Fitzpatrick, and he was born on a farm near Maytooth um, as part of the Land Commission scheme in 1940, where he has lived ever since. And he talks about the world of farming and how it's changed. And the guy just looks sad. He just looks really sad. And so he's asked some questions here. Here we go. I've seen a lot of changes, Mr. Fitzpatrick, in farming. What would you say was the biggest change? Well, machinery. Machinery. And what sort of a machine uh, would well, you think that made the biggest impression? Well, <coughs> well the reaper and binder is a great one. He said, well, the reaper and binder was a good one, but by God. But by God, the one for, the cutting, one for up the cutting up the ground and throwing a crop, and is, throwing a a crop is a powerful one, too. Well, you, were, you were saying you're, at, at the time you saw the mowing machine first, it, it made a tremendous impression on you. It did. It did. Because it, didn't run, didn't, how, because it was a wonder. How could it be done at all? Could it be done at all? What was the, the reaction of the people at that time to the mowing machine, Mr. Scott? A great many of them wasn't minding it and could afford it, but more They weren't minding it, nor could they afford it. What happened? And some of them, I think you told me, uh, wouldn't have it on the land at all. Well, I had a good father. He said, they, it's really hard to translate, but he went on to say it was a good day. It was a good day every day when they were farming the way they were farming. This didn't make them happier. It didn't bring them anything except for the fact that they could do it faster, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, but there was there was always the the good day aspect, right? Because he said they wouldn't they wouldn't bring these machines and they didn't want them. And he used to be paying men for it for them at three and six pence a day. And he said, "Do you remember the you know the cutting of the harvest with the reaping hook?" And he said, "Ah, it was uh, it was all of it. You know, it was it was a cut for years and years and years. Is what we did." And he said, "How do you think that the that that it compared, you know, with what's going on now?" He said, "There's an awful difference." And he said, "The awful difference I see anyway is that because the combine did did as good in one start of the day as the poor reaper and binder wouldn't bring in a week." Um, now, you also remember, I think, that uh, a rather historic thing in the land history of this country, you know, he talked about the evictions. He talked about all of because they could do it at these rates, all of a sudden there was more control over land. <laughs> there was like this whole string of events that happened because of the technology. And sometimes we just love technology so much we don't even care where it lands. Well, that also happened to lead to industrial farming. Mm hmm. Without the machines, there would never have been industrial. I guess. Okay, we're live again. There we go. Oh, there we go. Um, Yeah, we must be talking about something, huh? So I just, when 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 I was looking at his face and he was talking about the fact that it didn't really do a whole lot, you know, and what came because of it was even worse than they could have ever imagined. I don't think we have the foresight. To, to know or understand what they're truly capable of doing with these injections. And that scares me. It scares me for you and I. It scares me for thinking that to all technology is good because ev- this, is the, this is the catch. Everyone always thinks they're smarter, the ones that have more technology than they had doing something else, okay? And you're not smarter. We're not smart. We actually become more dumb, because everyone's doing the thinking for us. Think about this. How many times a day do you reach for Google to tell you something? Right? How do you Has know it, it's giving you the it right answer? Does it make you answer? smarter? I know. Does it make you smarter? No. 
It doesn't. It actually does not make you smarter. It makes you smarter for the second you're in that, right? But it, it's not like you're researching it. There's a lot of memory recall there. So all the stuff that we think is just so amazing has actually made us lazier. And it's actually made us more dumb. I mean, how much has technology done for us if we're listening to mainstream lie to us so obviously every day and we still can't catch it? Many people out there still don't know what's going on in America. I mean, you have to understand we've lost some brain cells here in lieu of getting this technology. So some people are so smart, except they're not really smart because of where this lands us. You know, the the evil people who are hunting power mm-hmm. and money have families. I know. They have children. Yeah. How do they do the things they do and you know not why? worry about the future of their family? You know why? They're all a cog in the wheel and they get their piece. So when you get your piece, you don't care about the other pieces. You go, well, I got my piece. I didn't do anything to harm. I just came up with this revolutionary thing that goes in a thingamabob that might could hurt people, but, oh, they won't do that. So I made my money off my piece of my thingamabob and... And, and I, I just, I'm just hoping they won't do anything bad with it. And right? they Isn't never consider what might happen to their children, mm-hmm. no, or their grandchildren. Yeah, that's all I think about. I know. And we're such a stupid populace. We go inject me with whatever you want. I trust you. I've never trusted you before, but I trust you in the year 2020. That <laughs> you're, you have my best interest at heart. And I'm thinking, what are they turning us into? They've got 75 more injections ready. What do you think they're doing with them? Because I'm going to tell you, it's not for your good. They wouldn't be having to promise you money, beer, and lap dances to get you to do it. They they wouldn't. The human race survived millennia without (laughs) vaccines. Mm -hmm. There's nothing out there that needs a vaccine that's so important that it ne- that we need to save that one life. We have great sanitary. We have great everything going for us. And, uh, and if they're going to plead vaccines, they're telling you that everything they've ever come up with hasn't done a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, because basically, that's what they're trying to shove down your throat. And at the same time, but you need this vaccine. See, there's something very wrong there. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Interesting words to that song. Ah, funny how much music has changed, too, over the decades. Uh, But, you know, uh, go to balanceofnature.com. Get the supplement I'm always talking about. It really is good, and uh, you'll love it. It'll do fantastic things for your health, and and there's no product quite like it. And there's no product that has all that Balance of Nature has in it. So get the great price, put in the code Kate, and you're going to love it. Put in the code Kate and get up to uh, 35% off and free shipping. And uh, you'll thank me for this one, I promise. Uh, Balance of Nature, just an awesome product. You know, I was thinking about this change, all the changes. And, you know, the left, and really it's communism, 
has staked its its claim in change. It's always about change. Don't you remember Obama? You mm-hmm. know, I talked about this yesterday with David Fierroza. And it, Obama's whole claim was that he was going to fundamentally, fundamentally change. change from its core. And nobody stopped to ask, well, do we need it? Why do we need to be fundamentally changed? Our fundamentals are perfect. They're great as long as we stick to them. It's all the people that have tried to change the fundamentals is what's wrong with America, That's right? The right. fundamental principles. And so he sold everyone on this idea that fundamentally changing us would be good for us. But no one ever asked either, well, what are you going to do? Because everybody in their own minds being good people went, oh, it's for the better. Change is always for the better. No, it's not. I'm sorry, but it's not. It's not always for the better. It's so, not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm looking at the past and it's not I guess here's the difference, you know. I I look at people that say they want to change capitalism, okay? Because they want to control the fact that they think you're greedy and they don't want you to have anything. So they want you to be forced, and that's the whole key. They want you to be forced into not having a choice to have anything, okay? Mm-hmm. And really what it should be is I have the choice to have everything I want, but I have the good common sense, wisdom, and values to know what's most important in my life. So I get to choose what I want. So I get to learn the lesson. Okay. So I am for capitalism because I think, you know what, you should always have the availability to, to do with your life what you can and what you want to. And then along the way, I hope everyone learns, learns the wisdom that probably none of the stuff that we're trying to attain so hard makes us really happy. We're hopefully going to learn that lesson, but you learn it by choice, not by being forced. See, because then you get to learn the lesson. See, so if you're forced, you don't ever get to learn that lesson. You're just forced into A or B and it's kind of like Europe. You get a little tiny apartment that looks like Ikea showroom and you're basically shoved into that and you're told when to work and when not to work. And basically it's, 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 uh, they have fundamentally changed over to socialism, but they still use capitalism to do it, but you just don't get the choices. So they're always trying to sell us on change. This change is good. And they've, they've, they've told the youth, this change is great. No, it's not. You don't have any choice. Their change is to force. It's not about you getting more choices. But at the same time, the youth think they're going to end up getting more of what they want yes, under that and system. easier. And easier, free. yeah, free, free and easy, free and easy, and mm-hmm. in the end, they get nothing. I know. No, they, they, that's absolutely they get, the truth. They do get their fifteen dollar right. minimum wage for right. flipping burgers, but right. other than right. that, they don't get much. I mean, look at where, look at where all this got us. We industrialized farming, and then look what happens. Most of the farmers are subsidized now. Um, the government owns most of the property. We went from we went from 95% 120 years ago owning farmland, people, small farms, to 5% small farms in America. Okay? But and then what lost did, control of the food. That's what I'm saying. Then what did they do with the food? They industrialized it to the point where our food supply is crap. I have to talk about things like balance of nature because there was no other alternative right now. So what in the world? Can you, can you show me something that doesn't have this result that is kind of looming for us, that that is sold on, it's all sold on a promise of change is good, yet they never really tell you where it's going to lead you. And so we always think ch- every change is good. 
our youth is told every change is good. When they're down there protesting for Black Lives Matter, the most communist, violent group in America, change. Well, what are you trying to change? I don't know. I just like the word. It means something. I'm part of something. I'm part of change. Well, why do you need to be part of change? What are you changing? What's not good? You know, what are you doing? And usually the change they're fighting for is not good. They get swept up into it, right? It's the change they're fighting for that their parents didn't teach them. Yeah. So we have this technology that's going into these shops now. And now the whole world is fixated on vaccines are saving all of us. They're not really. But you're seeing this big fundamental change toward we need a vaccine for every little thing that crops up. We never we haven't before, you guys, truly. But they're going to tell us we do. Last year, without any disease, uh-huh. new disease that cropped up out of nowhere, 60 million people only died in the world. Yep. That's like that, sp- the billions, literally spitting in the ocean. I know. And we're concerned about longevity and life. People are so afraid they're willing to go inject themselves with something that I think is pretty diabolical in, in an effort to to assure life. I, it's very for, weird. For, for another mm-hmm. two years. So another the Independent year. came out. and they, Oh, no, it was the Guardian. It was at the Guardian. It was Guardian. And they came out with an article that said they have a new pill and it will prevent aging. And you just need to take this pill. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, especially in Hollywood, that are super excited about this. It doesn't matter what it turns them into. It doesn't matter what it does. Don't you remember the movie with Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep? It was a horrible movie, and they're all horrible. I just, anyway, uh, Meryl Streep, uh, horrible. But anyway, um, where they turned, uh, they could live forever, but they had to live like they, they became so old and, and weird, but they had to live this way forever and ever. And they even got tired of it. I mean, it was it was like, look, life cycles are for a reason. Right. And I, I, I know that there are people out there that go, ooh, I don't I want to look like I did 20 years ago. I want to have the rear end I had when I was 18. Let's go. And then they get to this point where they're like thinking that this is going to be so great, but actually probably not a great idea. No. What is it going to do to your genetics? What is it going to do to your body? What is it going to do to you and your life? There's a there's a reason for cycles for everything. I used to say this about Facebook too. You were never friends with every person in your life, your whole life through at the same time, but you are now. So everybody from when you were 5, 10, 15, 20, I mean through all the cycles of your life, it, we've never had a situation where you were friends with everybody. Then they say, "Well, technology is good because you could get a hold of relatives." Well, we used to live by our relatives. We didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For everything that they can tell you, well, we, we couldn't live without this. This is you, amazing. You can tell them why they're idiots. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we changed our world, which is not more healthy for us. Yeah, I get to FaceTime my granddaughter in Arkansas, but how good is that? That's not, that's not replacing the fact that I'm not near her. I'm not near her all the time, right? You actually, if it wasn't for FaceTime, you would probably have arranged to be closer to her. Yeah, it's so true. And so for all the things that we think have saved us and have made it better, really examine that. 
Because when they wanted to say we need change, but we have to have a welfare state and America was thriving in the 50s and didn't need one, we didn't have a welfare state, you guys. Mm -mm. We had some families that were poor. But we did not have a welfare state. No, we, what we had were churches. Right, exactly. We had people that fulfilled these things, right? They helped people along. And now, look at what their cause for change has done to our country. Just look. So they've, they've always done it kind of bent on change and always done it in the name of change. It hasn't landed us in a very good place. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi Mike there. from Florida. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hey. Hi, go right ahead. Are y'all not paying your NSA bill? Well, you know, (laughs) we wanted to acknowledge the NSA today. (laughs) NSA, (laughs) we love ya. Big hearts and kissy flowers and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Emojis. But yeah, can you believe that? Three times in an hour. I know. It's insane. That's crazy. Right? So, you know, I wanted to just pause at a point y'all have been making about, um, there's, I want to, there's a verse in the Bible in Revelation where it Mm -hmm. talks about there's going to come a time when people are going to seek death, but death will flee from them. Oh, yeah. So we can't even imagine right now. Oh, gosh. You yeah. know, right? I mean, we can't imagine the time where you would, people in mass will be trying to die and yeah. they cannot. And so if we're going to reverse back to where we are now, we can already see that we're on that path. Right. Right. And it's kind of like the point you said, like, People that, I mean, we all have something that we would love to, like, you know, just go in and get fixed. Mm-hmm. And, right? And, or even what I see too is that a lot of times with a lot of the cosmetic stuff that goes on with people, that mm-hmm. they're, you know, that they're already on that path. Right. 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 So, um, it, and I think it even goes so far, I think that it's going to go on the back of when this world leader comes on the stage, Mm -hmm. he's going to have staged a fake resurrection. Yeah. So I think those two things are going to go hand in hand. So anyway, it's something to be aware of. I'm with you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah. You got it. I love it. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. You know, we have to think about what change does to us. And, you know, I've told my kids this too. You don't have to make a gazillion dollars and conquer the world. You need to be honest you need to provide for your family, make a great life for yourself, and sometimes it really doesn't even matter what you do for a living. It's just pick something that you that you like to do, and we make it so complicated and hard. And oftentimes, you know, we were talking about these millionaires on this show, and I said, do you realize that it's even more work to manage all of that <laughs> than it was to make it? That's right. There's always the downside of it. And so it's just a reminder that change isn't always great. Change isn't, uh, they do everything in the name of change, and they, and they have the connotation that it's all good and great for us. And now they're telling us this new style of shot. It's not a vaccine, people, but it's a new thing, and it's revolutionary. For those that believe that, we are headed now into a whole nother time, just like from the 1800s to the 1900s when they went into industrial farming. We are now playing with the human psyche the human behavior, human memory, and the human control. And I'm telling you, we are entering a whole new phase. It's as big as industrial farming. It's as big as everything that happened in that time. The ones that believe it scare me less than the ones who don't even have a clue it exists. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. 
because they don't want to know. They don't want to know. They it's too sinister for them. That's right. It's puppy dogs and rainbows, and and it's it's life is is how I want to see it, and I don't want to see what they're actually doing. They're not even bothered by the heavy amount of marketing and advertising to get them to do something. It's just not even a thing for them. The ad council. Yeah, the ad council. But but I just I want us to think about that right now and today and talk about it over dinner with your families. Describe the fact that anytime. Anytime they did something under the guise of change and revolutionary newness coming along to, to certain things, what did it actually follow along the line of logic? Just take one thing that happened in America and then follow that to the point where you're describing it today and look at the downside of it too. And are we better off? Would we have been better off having lived in the mid 1800s? You know, for a lot of reasons, family closeness, the way we did things, the way we interacted without all the pharma junk and all the other stuff and the explosion of cancer, maybe so. Maybe so. My entire life, I wished I had been born 200 years earlier. Yeah. I mean, it would have been hard physically, but I am telling you the mental challenges of today to try to deal with all this and where we're headed with it and where they're headed with blockchain, where they're headed with technology it's not all good. And there are people that are out there that are absolutely sold on its goodness because maybe they stand to make a few dollars on it. I don't know. But I I'll, I have uh, yet to find something that has been so truly good for us that we could not live without it in the last 100 years. I don't know. There, there are people out there that are consumed with the idea that technology made us smarter and better and everything else. We're not better. Look at us. We're more moronic than we ever were. I mean, honestly. We're more moronic. (laughs) We're more evil. Well, I mean, it has not it has not worked out great for us. And so when we think we're the smartest generation and we poo poo the other generations and say you just weren't as bright as us. Look at us. People are wearing masks after a year and a half, afraid of a virus that was never coming close to them. They were never going to get and it wasn't a virus. So there you go. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, So anyway. Be faithful, be fearless. Thanks, Uncle Milty. Uh-huh. Be back tomorrow. Uh, Melissa's out tomorrow. We have some guests lined up for tomorrow. And uh, everybody have a good one. Go to the site, katedallyradio.com, and get the, uh, boy, I did a whole Peter Brady there. Come. Anyway, get to the site and, and get the podcasts. Everybody have a great evening. Everybody have a great evening.